Blog Talk Radio. Hosts Dr. Glenna Calder and Mildred Lynn McDonald are delighted to bring to you Walk the Talk to Health and Well-Being. Join them for honest, down-to-earth conversations on how to live a heart-centered life, suggestions on how to be in touch with your true self, and tips to strengthen and nourish your soul purpose by building a supportive community of kindred spirits. Get ready to challenge your six senses, shift your perspective, learn new tools, and enjoy healing conversations peppered with East Coast humor and flair. And now, let's join Dr. Glenna and Mildred Lynn. Hello, everybody. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald. Thank you so much for joining us for Walk the Talk to Health and Well-Being. In a few minutes, I'm going to be bringing in Dr. Glenna Calder, who's located in beautiful Port Hood, Nova Scotia. Today, we're going to be doing part two of a naturopathic first aid kit that you can create and have available right in your home. Part one of the show aired last month, and I have to say it was very popular. Listeners especially loved how Glenna presented 10 remedies or items to put in the first aid kit and then went through a description of each one and how you could potentially use it. So I'm really excited to hear what we're going to add to the naturopathic first aid kit today. Glenna, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Mildred Lynn. We throw the word around naturopathic, you and I, wondering what the definition is for our listeners. Sure. Naturopathic medicine is the primary health care profession, and we emphasize prevention and treatment and optimal wellness using therapeutic methods and substances which encourage the body's own innate healing process. To me, it sounds like it's a holistic approach. You're treating the whole person. You're looking at the whole situation, mind, body, spirit, emotion. Exactly. So when we're with a patient and we're sitting down in the initial visit and also follow-up visits, we always check in with the emotional part, the mental part, and the physical because they're all connected. So we're kind of like detectives in natural medicine piecing things together, and making sure that we're not missing a root cause. Now, with the naturopathic first aid kit, we did have 10 items. And is it appropriate to call it remedies, or did I use the wrong term there? No, remedies is perfect. Do you remember the 10 remedies that you suggested last show? Oh, I could take a whirl at them. We talked about vitamin D. Mm -hmm. We talked about vitamin A. We talked about oil of oregano. We talked about Arnica, which is a great first aid for any trauma, injury. We talked about probiotics. And Golden Tail is the final one, the natural antibiotic. Let's say a person is creating their naturopathic first aid kit. And if I remember correctly, you were suggesting that maybe someone take an ingredient or a remedy once a month, read about it, learn how to use it, add it to the first aid kit, store the first aid kit perhaps in a shelf in the kitchen, and now they might be ready to add a few more things. What would you add next? One that I was thinking about was baking soda. It's something that's in almost everybody's kitchen, and it's for that occasional heartburn, which many people get. I don't want to say most, but I think it might be safe to say that most people get occasionally. Some people get this daily. And if you're someone that occasionally gets heartburn or acid reflux, A simple at-home remedy that's safe to do 
if you're someone sensitive, I would go on the lower end, a quarter of a teaspoon. But if you wanted, you could always work up to a teaspoon. And you take a teaspoon and put it in half a cup of water. And you drink it all at once. And the baking soda, which is sodium bicarbonate, neutralizes the stomach acid temporarily. So it's not a permanent thing, which is actually good because we need our stomach acid to stimulate our own enzymes. But if you temporarily want to neutralize that because of discomfort, baking soda is a great remedy. And Glenna, how long does it take to work? It can be instant with some people or it could be up to four to five minutes. So that's baking soda. What next? The second one would be one of my favorites, which is coconut oil. Patients always laugh at me when I say, take a little dish of coconut oil and keep in your bedroom because it's a great moisturizer. It's a great salve for healing skin. It's great for dry skin. It's a natural antifungal too. So it's a really nice skin salve. And for kids, many people use it as a diaper cream. You wouldn't want to use it with cloth diapers because that would ruin the cloth diapers. But for disposable diapers, to put a little coconut oil on a baby's bum is great. There's a lot of good uses for it, but you should try it as a moisturizer. And people will often ask me that your skin stay really oily, but it doesn't. Within minutes, you'll forget about it because it's absorbed right into the skin. Glenda, when you're talking about coconut oil, I know myself, I've gone to a holistic grocery store or fruit stand, and there's different types of coconut oil. And I always find I get confused. What would be the type that would be appropriate for the naturopathic first aid kit? Top-of-the-line coconut oil would be cold-pressed and organic. So they're not using heat to extract the oil, so the oil is not getting damaged. This is more important when you're using it for cooking and taking it internally because you don't want to take free radicals in your body or something that's gone rancid. For skin, it's not quite as important as taking it orally, but it's still a better quality if you go with organic and cold-pressed. So baking soda, coconut oil... What's number three? Number three would be ginger tea or ginger capsules. Ginger, as most people know it for, is great for nausea, great for reflux. Or it's just if you have a sore tummy or if you've had an episode of maybe diarrhea or food poisoning, ginger's so good to have on hand. And a safe rule of thumb is just to take two capsules if you're feeling anything like that. Or to have a ginger tea. And you can make a homemade ginger tea where you actually take the ginger root Cut off about an inch of it, and you can peel the outside, throw it into two cups of boiling water, let it steep for 10 minutes, and drink it. Or if you have the capsules, you take two capsules, and that can really settle your stomach. The other way it's used is for morning sickness, for pregnancy, or for motion sickness if you're in the car. So if you're someone that gets motion sickness, it's a great idea to take it on a trip with you, just in case. So, Glenna, you were talking about ginger capsules. Where might someone find ginger capsules? You'll definitely find it at a health food store and most grocery stores, which nature section or a natural section, because ginger is one of the more popular herbal remedies out there. It's probably in the top three most common. So if you're going to find any herbs in a grocery store, you'll definitely find ginger capsules. Ginger is also a great antibacterial. So it's a nice thing to add in to dishes like stir fries and that. So what would be the next one? We have baking soda. We have ginger we have what was the other one coconut oil yes the next one would be chamomile and you can get it in a tincture at a health food store or you could get it as a tea and the reason i brought this up because many of us either daily or maybe once or twice a week have a hard time 
transitioning into sleep mode, into that parasympathetic healing time where we're shutting our thoughts off, slowing the body down. Chamomile tea gives the message to the nervous system. Time to transition into that healing phase to commit a fight or flight sympathetic phase. So it's really safe to do. They even make it in homeopathic little vials for babies that are restless, irritable, or teething. And I've used it with all three of my kids during the teething process, and it works wonders. So it's a nice thing to have on hand. Glenda, when I've taken chamomile tea, basically I have a tea bag, and I put it in hot water, and I let it sit for five minutes, and then I drink the tea. And I find by the time I finish the tea, I'm in the bottom of the cup, I'm already yawning. So it seems to me it works within maybe four or five minutes. It does, and the way to make it stronger is to do what you're doing, is to let it steep for five minutes. If somebody the first time wanted to try it and they've never had chamomile before and they're worried that they might, it might work too quickly, just put the tea bag in and start sipping it right away, and it won't be as strong. For somebody that had maybe a lot of anxiety during the day or was really, maybe felt really agitated, you could do it during the day, and it wouldn't take you into a sleepy effect. It would just take you down to where you function better. Yeah, what I do, I do exactly that. I get a chamomile tea bag in the morning. I would have my morning cup of tea, but then I use the same tea bag throughout the day. It just gives you a nice even flow throughout the day. And maybe it is the heat from the cup combined with the chamomile or nurturing yourself in that way. But I find chamomile would be a wonderful addition to my naturopathic first aid kit. So what's next? The next one would be something called Rescue Remedy. Have you ever heard of that, Mildred Lynn? I have definitely heard of Rescue Remedy. I'm a big fan of Dr. Edward Bach, uh, who oh. I believe lived in the 1920s, and I think I would have been a groupie for him <laughs> if I was around at that time. So, yes, I've heard about it. It comes now in spray and drops, even in cream. People give it to their animals now. It's an emotional support, basically, is what it is. It's supporting you where you're at emotionally, whether you're stressed, anxious, or down, nervous. It's just going to support your nervous system and your emotions, and it's very, very safe. So, Glenda, with the Rescue Remedy, basically, from my understanding, it's a homeopathic, and it's built on flower essences. Am I correct? That's exactly it. It's a mixture of different flower essences. And it works on your emotional energy bodies, I believe. That's right. If anybody's out there and they wanted to learn more about the Bach flower essences and Dr. Edward Bach, you could just Google his life story because it's absolutely fascinating. Definitely. He came up with many different remedies and Rescue Remedy is the most popular one. It's been around for years and years because it's so popular. Most health food stores definitely carry it. If not, they would know about it if you asked for it. And the spray is newer. The drops, I think, were probably the first way that it was administered, where you just put drops right directly onto your tongue. And you can just do one drop, or if you felt you wanted more of it, you could easily do three to five drops. kind of depends on what you're feeling. And as you're taking it over, say, months of taking it here or there, or when you need it occasionally, you'll get to know the effect that your body has from the Rescue Remedy. So you'll get to know what dose works best for you. Now, Glenna, we're going to take a very short little musical break because I know people are probably making notes based on the items that you're suggesting to put in their first aid kit. 
then we'll come back and we'll head over to the next couple of items that you're kind enough to share with us. How does that sound? That sounds great. We're going to talk about two more items. You're listening to Walk the Talk to Health and Well-Being with your hosts, Dr. Glenna and Mildred Lynn. Enjoy the show. And we're back. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald. I'm here with Dr. Glenna Calder. We're talking about a naturopathic first aid kit. Before we go on to further items, I'm going to ask Dr. Glenna just to briefly review the remedies or items that she's shared in the first part of the show. Glenna, are you there? I'm here, Mildred Lynn. All righty. Go for it. Great. So we talked about baking soda, which is used to neutralize the stomach acid if we're getting acid reflux. We've talked about coconut oil, which can be used not only with cooking, but also as a moisturizer for the skin. We've talked about ginger tea, whether we use it in tea or the root, steam the root in water or capsules to treat nausea, reflux, or just to ease a tummy, a sore tummy. We've talked about chamomile, which can be used in tea, tincture, or in homeopathic form, which is excellent for children. Rescue remedy, which is used for emotional support in times of stress or nervousness, or something like a deadline, which can be used in drops or a spray, which works wonderful. Now, before we head over to the next couple of items, in our first show, part one, you had suggested, based on your experience, that a person develop a naturopathic first aid kit and perhaps keep it in their kitchen. Could you revisit that a little bit? Sure. The reason why I think it's important to have some remedies that you're familiar with, that either you, you've had recommended by a healthcare practitioner or some basic remedies like chamomile tea that are extremely safe for people, is because when you're feeling certain symptoms and they're minor symptoms, they're not something that you feel like you need to be at the emergency room for or you've already discussed it with the health practitioner and they've eliminated any serious causes, it's nice to be able to reach in your cupboard to treat yourself, to take care of that symptom or to ease in tummy or to help you transition to sleep without getting into any heavy medicines. It's nice to be able to try the gentle things first and to go for preventative medicine. It's hard to do that when you don't have these things in your cupboard because health food stores usually aren't open at midnight. We talked about how kind of one of my dreams would be to see naturopathic ER rooms because when we've got that cough at nighttime or, and we want to do something about it, the only option really is to go to the emergency room or to go to the drugstore and try to get something. But sometimes it's nice to have that middle step, especially if it's something that's not very serious, to deal with it and maybe our health will kind of take a nice little turn around rather than going into something more like a serious infection or to let anxiety get to the point where it's out of control that you then might need to go on to medicine because he hasn't been dealt with or you haven't been paying attention to it. For our listeners, I believe we talked about this before, but when you're looking at naturopathic medicine, in most cases, it's very complementary to mainstream medicine. So you don't have to make a choice. Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Especially the things we talked about today. They're not something that would interact with mainstream medicine. 
and most remedies aren't, but any healthcare professional that's trained in natural medicine would be able to let you know if there's anything you're taking that would be like a natural supplement that would interfere with any pharmaceuticals. It's very rare that foods like coconut oil, ginger tea, or chamomile tea, any homeopathics like rescue remedy would be. But anything a little bit more heavy duty where you're taking high doses of something natural, then it's best to talk to a healthcare practitioner that's trained in it to make sure you're not interacting or maybe making your pharmaceutical less effective or maybe making it more effective than it should be. So, Glenna, now that we have that all straightened out and we know where we are, how about those extra two items for the first aid kit? Well, now that we're heading into summertime, but yes, bugs can be bad anytime between spring, summer, and fall, I thought it would be nice to mention eucalyptus, which is used for many things. One of the things is as a bug repellent. But one way it's useful all year round is to use it when our lungs are sore, maybe from a cough, or even our sinuses are sore. It's really nice to be able to inhale it. People with asthma use it often, but eucalyptus is very strong. So you want to use small amounts, and you never want to use an essential oil, if any essential oil, not even eucalyptus, straight or direct on your skin, or anywhere for that matter. You always want to dilute it. So we talk about carrier oils. And that would be like olive oil, grapeseed oil, almond oil, coconut oil is a carrier oil. And what a carrier oil means is it absorbs because oils can absorb through the skin. Essential oils can, but if you do them directly, some people will react with them. Some people could take a reaction and have hives to essential oils if you're going straight. But if you dilute it, and usually it's a drop for every one to three teaspoons of the carrier oil, then you can use it onto the skin directly. For something like eucalyptus, I wouldn't use it for kids under two years old. I would just use it for two and above. I wouldn't use it orally with kids at all because it is strong, but it's really nice to take a drop, put it in your carrier oil like olive oil, one to three teaspoons, and you can rub it onto your chest or your feet. And that will go into the air and you'll inhale it through your mucous membranes through your nasal passage and your respiratory passage, and it can really help calm down inflammation in the in the lungs or ease it if you're having a painful cough. So really nice to have on hand. The other way is to just put a drop of it in your bath water, and that can really soothe the mucous membrane. I know if you have a cold or you're, you have a chill and you put socks on your feet or make your feet warm with a heating pad, that seems to do wonderful stuff in terms of helping you feel better. And I'm wondering, is that kind of the same thing as with the eucalyptus oil and the carrier oil? Yes. So there's two things that are going on. The heat is going to bring some, kind of move your circulation. And you want to move that blood flow and the lymphatic fluid also throughout the body because it's taking away toxins and viruses and bacteria. And you want to kind of help it do its job. If it's not moving as much when we're still, it's not doing as well a job. So the heat moves it around. The second thing is, the oil is going to carry that essential oil or the, the oregano oil through the skin and will get in the bloodstream. It's a gentle way to use essential oils or oregano oil rather than directly orally, which oil or oregano you can use orally, but for kids or sensitive people or people maybe that have sensitive bellies that they don't want to do oil or oregano straight, rubbing it on the feet works wonders. Yeah, that was my big discovery for 2016. <laughs> Now I know what my feet are for. 
I'm just teasing. Now, what would be the last ingredient or remedy that you'd suggest for a naturopathic first aid kit? Well, the last one I wanted to talk about was bug spray. Because we don't have a lot of great alternative chemical base for bug sprays. We know of DEET, and we know that's been shown to be harmful. Instead of going without anything, it's nice to know there's some other remedies. So lavender is a great insect repellent. And a lot of them you'll find at nice farmer's markets. Different people make up their own versions. But you can also find them at health food stores. And they'll usually have five or six different essential oils because they all have different characteristics, and they repel different insects. So often you'll see lavender, citronella, eucalyptus, cedar wood, lemongrass. You might not have all of those in the combination, but you want to have at least two of those that I mentioned. And you often just spray them. They come in a spray. And you just put a little bit behind your ears, the ankles, kind of the common areas where bugs like to bite us. But the nice thing is they smell great. So anything with lavender is going to smell really nice. It smells nice to us, but it smells awful to insects. And they're repelled by it. So it's nice to have that on hand. Let's review the items that you've talked about on the show today. Our listeners are out there. They're writing this stuff down. You mentioned earlier a health food store, maybe a farmer's market. For lavender, maybe people have it growing in their gardens already. So the first one we talked about was baking soda, and that was to take a quarter to a teaspoon in half a cup of water. And by the way, if somebody takes that and they see no difference with their acid reflux, it means you've got a lot of stomach acid at that moment. So go right up to a tablespoon. But I would always try a quarter of a teaspoon to a teaspoon because that's usually what works for most people. And by the way, a lot of my patients have told me that their parents used that remedy. When they were growing up, they remembered seeing their father take a little baking soda, mix it in water, and down it. So this remedy's been around forever. And instead of sipping on it, the key is to drink the whole half a cup at once because you really want to absorb that stomach acid to protect your esophagus. The next remedy was coconut oil. The best kinds are going to be the cold-pressed and organic. And if you find that you're only finding cold-pressed, that's still a great method. It just means they haven't used heat. So just do your best, but the ones to look for are organic and or cold-pressed. That's going to be a moisturizer for your skin, natural antifungal for the skin, and it also can be used as a salve because it's an antifungal. So ginger tea, that's one that we use for reflux, to ease a sore belly, for nausea. You can do it in tea or you can do it in capsules or boil your own ginger root on the stove. One little inch of ginger root for two cups of water. You boil it for 10 minutes and then you sip it. And I should say you don't eat the root. You don't have to. <laughs> you just sip the hot water. Next one would be chamomile tea. You can get it in tincture which would be much stronger, or you get it in tea, or you can get it in homeopathic form, which is great for young children. Rescue Remedy, one of the Bach flower remedies, has been used for emotional support. Extremely safe, really nice to have on hand if you find that you might get nervous before interviews, before going into crowded places, or at certain times of the day you might get worked up. It's really nice to have something in your purse or your pocket that you could spray. Bug spray is the last thing I wanted to mention because we do have a lot of chemical bug sprays that are a little bit hard on the body. But if you're going outside and you're not in an area that's heavily infested, it's always nice to have something natural as an alternative, especially that's something that smells great. Things with lavender, citronella, eucalyptus, cedarwood, lemongrass are all wonderful insect repellents. And you usually get it in a spray or a little drop. I have mine in a spray. 
and I just dab a little bit behind my ears. One of my children gets bitten a lot by bugs, and I know why. I was to mention that too, that the higher your sugar is in your blood, the more you're going to get attacked. So I always tease her because she's always asking us for sweet things, and she knows, and she's willing to put up with the bugs as long as she can have her muffins. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so she's always asking for her bug spray every day. Now, can I get my bug spray? Because gosh forbid she gives up her treat after dinner. But um, it's really nice, though, to know that I can put something natural on my children that's not going to affect them negatively in any way. So I just put a little spray behind the ear. I spray it on my finger first, to be honest. You can put a little, because you only need a dab. Mm. And I use that little spray on her behind her two ears and down by her ankle. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, can you share your website or your Facebook page or whatever is best? Sure. My website is drglennacalder.ca, so that's D-R-G-L-E-N-N-A-C-A-L-D-E-R.ca, and my Facebook page is Beatstone Wellness, B-E-A-C-H-S-T-O-N-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. And for listeners, if you know someone in your life, other than yourself, who would benefit from this information, please pass along the link. Because wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody had a naturopathic first aid kit in their home at the ready? I also wanted to mention that if you enjoyed this podcast, it's also available on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, BeanPod, and just very recently, on Google Play. So we're excited about that. Thank you so much, Glenna. Looking forward to talking with you next month about another holistic naturopathic topic. Have a great day in Port Hood. And I'm going to go out and enjoy the sunshine. Thanks so much, Mildred. Bye now. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please join us next time for our live on-air call-in show, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.